Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? So glad you guys joined with us today, man. What's happening, y'all? Hey, hopefully you're unmuted. You are loud and clear. <laughs> Mona threw you under the bus. I, I was going to say nothing you about know, the she's mutation. She's kind of been sassy today. I'm yeah. just saying. There was a mutation that occurred in the first try. <laughs> there was. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. <gasps> what is she, George Washington over there? <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. Oh, oh, the boy. hair gave it away. I was like, oh, George Washington. <laughs> George. George. Hey, wig. so I'm Hank Meadows, oh pastor of Marion Baptist Church. So glad you're you're with us. Hey, can I just give a shout out? If you're not checking us out on YouTube, um, go find our YouTube channel. All of my sermons are on there, and um, there may be some exciting news coming soon. <laughs> there has been a discussion, um, which Dan gave to me, and I'm pretty excited about it. So you may hear something coming soon from us. But over here to my left, well, you don't know. <laughs> anyway, she is to my left. Um, that's my home slice, the original home slice, yeah, Miss right. Mona. Thank you. Hey, hey. And then over there, we got the bean of the board, old Danny boy. Oh, I'm here. What the? Get hey. it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. There we go. I, I could not think of what I normally yep, yep. say. <laughs> so, hey, we're here. We hope you enjoyed last week's oh. episode of The Bad Father. <laughs> Did you title it that? I haven't looked at no, it. It's called Braddy Beginnings. Braddy, yeah. Braddy, I like that, though. Braddy Beginnings, Poor Parenting. Uh, you know, something. Oh, I like the alliteration. There we go. Yeah. We you, go. Know, you know me, man. When it comes to things, I try to alliterate. That's the reason I'm uh, struggling with this Sunday sermon, which would have been last Sunday by the time this drops. But anyway, so we're in Genesis chapter 37. Um, we're going to see a little... Any, Anything we need to talk about first? Oh, we, I mean, I'm just like diving in. No, let's, let's dive have in. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're trying not to be like the Goosey Grace. We're going to dive in. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. All right. Mona, you're going to start at verse 12. I, I say just read through verse 17, and then if we go farther, we'll read as we go. Okay. Like we did last time. All right. We're in chapter 37 of Genesis. Now his brothers went to pasture their father's flock near Shechem, and Israel to- said to Joseph. By the way, isn't that a good word? Shechem. <laughs> It, does, it kind of rolls off the tongue. I like it. Yeah. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, Shechem. I will send you to them. And he said to him, Here I am. So he said to him, Go now, see if it is well with your brothers and with the flock, and bring me word. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron and came to Shechem. And a man found him wandering in the fields. <laughs> what a picture. He's <laughs> just wandering. <laughs> I know that feeling. And the man asked him, what are you seeking? I am seeking my brothers, he said. Tell me, please, where they are pasturing the flock. And the man said, they have gone away, for I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for for being able to come to your word and share it through this, this message, Heavenly Father. And we just thank you for the time that we can spend together and for the guidance that you provide through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I mean, I'm sorry, that hit Shechem. <laughs> like Rab Shaka. Yep. It has that sh- Got a punch. Got yeah, a- man. We're going to Shechem. Looking for my brothers. Anyway, so as we begin here, so you got to just want, I mean, 
uh, we're not going to beat this horse very long, but we're going to beat it. What kind of dad was this dude? <laughs> right. You don't think he did not know that his yeah. brothers could not stand him? Yeah, he had to have known. But and as I was reading it, I wondered, so when we, the passage we talked about last week up in verse um, 2 where he, where it says that Joseph brought a bad report of his brothers to their father, it's we're not told, but as we're reading this section, I'm thinking, did his father instigate it earlier? Did he tell him to that? to go check on them earlier. With so this, it's or, typical he would like send right, him out to right, kind of check in. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, or, you get that picture that he's yeah. always saying, hey, go check on your brothers. Right. right. Little, or, little Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Because he knew he would tell him mm-hmm. if they were goofing off. Okay, so do you think he was telling the truth and you think he was bringing a bad report just because he could bring I'm Not saying that they weren't bad, but right. you know, he is the favorite. Right. Yeah, let me just make myself a little bit more the favorite by bringing in an even mm-hmm. worse report than mm-hmm. we Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, what, all right, Dad, you know all this has gone on. He's had bad dreams. I mean, well, not bad dreams. He's had dreams of him being better than everybody else. Right. The brothers could not speak peaceably. I, <laughs> you saw that, me ripping right. on that, right. if you looked at our little reel. But my man still sends still sends him out. Right. Go check on your bros. Now, I, mean, I mean, that's when you go, is that bro pimping or limping as he's coming to us? <laughs> and the last time I checked, he don't have a hurt leg. Yeah, yeah. So he is obviously pimping. Well, and that's the thing. He like, there's no objection from him. You don't get the idea that he's yeah. like hesitant about. It. He's like, okay, I, mean, I got who, you. Yeah. Well, who now we know the end of the story. Yeah, we know. Yeah. But who in their right mind would think, okay, so my brothers don't like me? They're not gonna. It's not right. like they're gonna kill me or anything. Right. Right. So he's probably like. No big deal. They're not yeah. going to touch me. I'm dad's favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You mess with me, you're in trouble with dad. Yeah, deal with dad, right. The other idea of them selling him into slavery, which we, you know, foreshadowing, right. him, or wanting to kill him, that I would have to imagine that never came into his mind. No. It's not a normal thought to have, like, hey, I'm going to check on my brother. Unless Hope you're able, yeah, yeah. and, and your brother's name is me. Cain. Yeah. But, but so, but I really find, sometimes I, I love the Bible. I love how it's worded, and sometimes it just gives you these things that you're like, "What? <laughs> He's wandering around." That, that, that word field. gets me. That word gets me. Oh, like, this picture, this old boy going. All <laughs> this is where they were going to be. <laughs> they were here. I don't even. I don't see them. Where are they? Sheep. What? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to to lose a bunch of sheep. <laughs> so anyway. So that's a little, uh, you have to wonder what was going on in, in old dad's mind. So, okay, anything else about that? Like I said, we're just going to hit that a little bit and then move yep. on. Nope. All right, go ahead, Mona. How much? Uh, oh, I'll go to 24. 24, yeah. They saw him from afar. And no, be- read the 25. Okay, they saw the him. First sentence of 25. Are you sure? Yep. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he rescued him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand on him. 
that he might rescue him out of their hand to restore him to his father. Yeah, he was trying to get in and be like a little goody two-shoes there. (laughs) So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat. All right, stop right there. (laughs) But how much do you got to hate somebody? I mean, seriously, you throw them in a pit and you know you can hear their brother Mm -hmm. calling to them. Mm -hmm. And they're eating their little sack lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well, I, you know, and there's no question about why this happened. They First, they refer to him as the dreamer, mm-hmm. and then they grab his coat. The the two things that we just, last week we talked about him being so proud of, and so, you know, are the two things that, that they bring back up right here in the scripture. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just befuddled. <laughs> How, yeah, I mean, and they conspired. This is another way that you know the this is points the the great picture that the Bible's true. Mm-hmm. If man was writing this, man wouldn't have put all this stuff in mm-hmm. there. Man would have been like, oh, and he went to Egypt and became prime minister mm-hmm. and all that. Wouldn't include the here comes the dreamer. That happened. I mean, happened. they could have called yeah. him brat, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um so yeah, you hit on something there. The two things that they really had against him, outside of being dad's favorite, mm-hmm. he has these two dreams right. that basically says he's better than them. And is not great at communicating those dreams. No, you, know, you, you got bowed down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like beneath me, yo. <laughs> and he's not the oldest, mm-hmm. but he's dad's favorite, and he wears the coat of many colors. Yeah. So... I'm sure there are some people who go, they had a right to do this. It's their brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to yeah. beat the snot out of him, that's right. one thing. Right, right. Or you would think that they would, I mean, yeah, to not go to the extreme of killing, desiring to kill him. They but, wanted to kill him. <laughs> right, yeah. but to, you know, like, maybe let's destroy that coat that dad gave to him. Yeah, yeah, cut up the coat or something. Yeah. I don't want to look at it anymore, but, or... Some, but to go to the extreme of let's kill him. What do you think the key word in that is, in that section? What do you think the key word is in verse 18? I, I even narrowed that in verse 18. We said the word dreamer and the word the code. It tells you why they hated him. What's the key word of their attitude, though? There you got me second. I know, right? Just in verse 18? Yeah, just in verse 18. To me, it's the hinge word. Conspired? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because to me, it points to mob mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder which one was the first from the go. I hate that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm so sick of hearing his stupid dreams. I'm so sick of looking at that coat. I'm so sick of him being the goody two-shoes. I wish he was dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they begin. Mm-hmm. 
Disney. Well, and that's the thing. The, the first one probably wasn't even, I wish he was dead. It was, it was, oh, I hate that guy who did this. And then the next guy was like, yeah, we should beat him up. No, you know what we should do. And it kind of grows, you know. Isn't that what a mom mentality is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it was Ruben, though, because all of a sudden Ruben's going, whoa, this thing ain't got out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. and that, I mean, that makes sense. In a way, you could see that being true because we're not dying on this hill. We're no, telling you what we get, what yeah. we gather. Yeah. Okay. But Reuben, being the firstborn, would have been indeed mm. the one to be the most affected by the fact that um, his dad. Yeah, he should have got a double portion him. of everything. Right, and so by showing mm. that he loved Joseph more, and he gave Joseph this coat, um, Reuben being the first one, it seems very plausible that he would be the one who would be mumbling and going, I, I can't stand that guy. He would, he would have been the one most offended by it. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Moon is over there going, he would have said, I can't stand that guy. Now I'm over <laughs> going, he's going, I hate that guy, man. And Brett. <laughs> <laughs> She's being so nice about it. She's just mumbling. Sorry. I could punch his face off. But, I mean, you, you see this mob mentality. Yeah. So uh, you just want to know, I really would like, every time I read this passage again, I, I get to that, I'm going, I wonder who said it first, mm -hmm. and then who said, let's kill him. Right. We'll show dad. Right. We're going to talk in a few weeks. I wonder if they ever thought it out of the hurt they would cause their daddy. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no doubt they love their daddy. Right. Although he was... Not in a sense, not dad of the year, not dad of yeah. the year. His parenting skills were somewhat lacking, <laughs> yeah. but they all love. I mean, you mm -hmm. love your dad. Mm -hmm. Um, let's kill him and throw. I mean, it, but it, my favorite verse of all time. What is it? John 10 10. Okay, what does it say? So the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What were they trying to do? To steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. The the enemy has yep. woven, yeah, yeah, woven, woven yeah. his way into their yep. thoughts mm -hmm. and their mentality, or whomever you know what. And that's why Joseph is such a great picture of Jesus mm -hmm. too. What did the what uh, was that say? Mob they mob they conspired yeah. to kill yeah. Jesus, yep. Yep. and then they got the mob mentality. Yeah. Yep. When Pilate says, "I don't find anything," and then somebody said, "No, no, crucify him." Yep. And then, and then the, the whole, whole thing just, just builds, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so here it is. The enemy and, and his minions are not that they're not omniscient, but they can read the tea leaves. Mm -hmm. it, it's they hear mm -hmm. the dreams, right? They are, I believe that the enemy is in intellectual. I believe incredibly smart, mm -hmm. and and trickeration is a part of who he is. That's a word. <laughs> And they see that he is going to be something. Right. Let's, we need we need this kid gone. Yeah. Because fast forward, there's a famine coming. Mm -hmm. And the enemy wants to just kill people. Right. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. Yep. That's his. The, the enemy never has anything good for you. Listen to me out there about this point. The enemy never has anything good for you. Right. Oh, he's going to dress it up in shiny mm -hmm. paper oh, and yeah. ribbon and tell you it's for your good, just like he did Eve. It is ultimately for the destruction of your soul. Yep. That's right. So, more thoughts. Well, it, just, it makes me think that they at least gave some 
value or, or credence to the dreams. Yeah, exactly. Because if he wasn't a threat, there's no reason to get rid of him, you know. And so I think that's one of the things, too, that it wasn't just his – it wasn't just jealousy over, you know, him having the coat and him having the dream. That was definitely part of it. But I think it was a real threat of them saying, what if this comes true? I would go yeah. separate. I don't think it was, what if – we're not going to let this come yeah, true. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see you rule over us when you're mm-hmm. dead, buddy. Right, because yep. right. then – I mean, it even says we will see what will become of his dream. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. I didn't read that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- how – so yeah, I think it plays right into yeah. what you said. Yeah, it, they they in the back of their minds. Mm-hmm. Isn't that when you get the maddest though? Oh yeah, when you know there's somebody out there that's doing something, and you know they're really good at that, but yet you don't want them to be. Right. And if they have an issue, you're like, yeah, what's about what's of oh. you now? Let's just be honest. That's mm-hmm. human nature. Yeah. I've told Wendy about people before. It makes me so mad that they're so good at what they do, and they seem to be really good people, and I don't like it. Exactly. <laughs> I want to not like them. Now you missed this because he was. I don't think. I don't think Joseph, at this point, was a really good dude. Right. 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 I, I'm being. I'm, I'm not saying he was evil and, and no, mad scientist. He still I had think a little brattiness in him. Brat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think he was a brat, and nobody liked him. Right. Yeah. Except his dad. Except his dad, mm-hmm. because let's just be honest, that fruit didn't fall far from that tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was a brat, too. He was mm-hmm. a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with mama's boys. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a trickster. Mm-hmm. Joseph didn't even have to trick. Joseph just got special treatment. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah basically out of existing. the womb, man. Yeah. From the get-go. But these guys are like, see what will become of your dreams now? Mm-hmm. And so then here's Reuben, 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 circling back to what we said. If he was the first, don't know that he was, right. but I, like you said, mm-hmm. you, can, you sort of can see yeah. that he was supposed it to have had it sense. all. Right. And then he's going, this has gotten out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But now, I really honestly think he had to be the first one. Now he's like, I can get back into good graces of daddy. Yeah. If I go, Dad, yo, they were trying to kill him, yeah. and I saved him. Mm-hmm. Well, and even when you think about when you look at um, him saying, let's not take his life, um, but let's do this instead. Let's throw him in this pit and not lay a hand on him. Um, it At first glance, it looks like he's being the nice guy. He's taking Joseph's side. He's going to protect his little brother. But the reality is, and you kind of hit upon it, he really needs to get back in his daddy's good graces so that he can get the things mm. that he are he deserves just because he's the firstborn. And in that his daddy is not giving to him because he loves Joseph more. And so I think that there's it's not all good intentions. No, I don't oh, think no. I don't no. think there's ultimately <laughs> any good intentions. I think it's I think it's a ploy yeah. to get back in daddy's good grace so he can yeah. try to get what he yeah. by the law was his. Right. Yeah. I mean being honest, yeah, by I the mean, law was right. his. If he kill if he kills the favorite, there's no way. Like, yeah, yeah. you're so not recovering. He's like, from that. I want to yeah. get, and, and I, but I do have to think there had to be at least some part. Ruby's like, I do love my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, this thing got out of control, but more than that, I really want to get back in my dad's mm-hmm. grace. And if I save him, I'm looking like mm-hmm. the the yeah. dude. I'm looking like the really good big brother. Damage control. Yeah, and I'll get everything I want back. Mm-hmm. At least the majority of it. Right. 
So they... I mean, <laughs> they sat down to eat. I'm telling you, man. I mean, you... I, I kind of... I can relate to that. I, like, you know, it takes a lot to throw a man in a pit. You got to recharge. And you got... <laughs> don't you think they could hear him screaming? I'm sure. How do you think... What do you think went through Joseph's mind when... When they when they just beat the crap yeah. out of him, basically, which is one thing, mm-hmm. and they throw him in a pit, man. Number one, this dude probably has not worked a day in his life yeah. hard. <laughs> I mean, all his other brothers are out with the sheep, right? And he's home with dad, right? So he hadn't done much, right? They start wailing on him, yeah. Uh-huh. He's begging for his life, and I mean, the kicking, the hitting, the punching, biting, whatever. And then they throw him in a pit, and you don't know, if did he break something? Did, I mean, yeah, and then they sit down to eat, and he's down in the pit going. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty yeah. deep if he can't just get out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's likely he's injured from something there, yeah. And your brothers are up there eating. Mm-hmm. How are right, now? I'm gonna switch from daddy. No, how sorry of a brother are you that you would do? Oh that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. He's crying from the pit right there. And they're like, mm, "This chicken's great. Um, this chicken's great. I'm glad so he brought glad us something to eat. <laughs> I'm so I glad believe. he brought our lunch. Oh, you know, I don't think mom's made better bread than this ever before. <laughs> well, and and so I, I was I was trying to figure out where he his perception was but but last episode we talked about the fact they couldn't speak a peaceful word to each other so he knew they they didn't like him Mm -hmm. but then i think you're right at the beginning of of what we're covering today he doesn't seem to have any hesitation about going out he wasn't like looking around like oh i hope they don't sneak up on me you know so i i don't know i think there was surprise that that happened. I, I don't think their attitude surprised him. I think the extent they took it to yeah. surprised. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know. I think you're you're dead on. Yeah. I think yeah. it was the the when they were raining blows down. On him, yeah. you know they yeah. were. Like, he had to be going. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah. and it doesn't indicate that there was any sort of conversation. That the fact that so when Jace, Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe and they took him and threw him into a pit. I mean, it reads and perhaps parts of it have not been recorded but it reads as if there was no like faking hey how's it going what are you doing here why are you here yeah they just immediately attacked one guy grabbed the picnic basket the other guy sucker punched that was (laughs) about i mean i seriously think that's that's, yeah yeah. just me thinking and this is my uh, mine and our sanctified imagination Mm -hmm. he walks up and somebody sucker punches him Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i don't think there was a debate or anything no it wasn't like hey bro right what say What's Probably in the midst of the beatdown, oh, it yeah, was. Yeah. What about your dreams now? Yeah. What about you gonna be better than us now? What about that? Let's get that coat. Let's get, yeah. what, look at this big boy as yeah. they ripped it apart mm-hmm. and just. Yeah. I mean, you feel for the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to be a brat; it's another thing to get the snot beat yeah. out of you. Yeah. And so then they throw him down, and then I, I, I'm serious. I'm with you. I can't get back. And then they just sit down and eat. Yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> good. Oh yeah, you know they they were talking about just how great it was while he's stuck in the pit. Yeah, and then and so no matter what Ruben thought, I mean at that point they're like, okay, we yeah, he wasn't too torp about they it. Then. Die yeah. in the pit. I mean that's yeah. even worse. They're gonna let him starve. Yeah, the 
The brothers were. I mean, Reuben was. Reuben apparently was, went to town. Reuben, yeah, I don't like, know I'm where. Part of I don't him. know where Reuben went, but he was going to come back and get him. So I mean, Reuben's like, I, I, you just get this feeling that Reuben is a a little sneaky little devil too. <laughs> oh yeah, he's trying to play both sides. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, he's like trying to yeah. play with his brothers, but at the same time going, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my dad's good graces. So wherever he's at, and then when he comes back, <laughs> what what happened? Do you want me to read that part? Yeah. Sorry, verse 25. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels bearing gum, balm, and myrrh on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brother, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. Such nice guys. (laughs) And his brothers listened to him. Then the then Midianite traders passed by, and they drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit. Wait one second. What tribe, though, did Jesus come from? Judah. The tribe of Judah. He can take a crooked stick and draw a straight mm-hmm. line. Yep. They drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they, the Ishmaelites, took Joseph to Egypt. And when Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not in the pit, he tore his clothes and returned to his brothers and said, The boy is gone, and I, where shall I go? <laughs> Notice who he was concerned about. <laughs> like, where did he go? He wants My to know where plan has been foiled by you moron. <laughs> <laughs> he did not plan this out very well. No, he didn't. <laughs> So wherever he went, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I just think he went so he would not be a part of it. So he could he could honestly say he he didn't Dad, know. I, he, I don't know what happened. It, yeah. Well, right, and so that kind of shows that he didn't really have concern for Joseph because if he had concern for Joseph, he might have stuck around to make sure they didn't do something that wasn't part of the plan. You, or at you, least ask where he went. You He's got, like, what what's going to happen? I mean, me? you got all these other brothers. You going to stand around and take the beat? And he knew they were about to give his boy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm out. I'm out of Dodge oh. too, bro. Right. Fend for yourself, Ed, brother. <clears throat> we have five minutes. Okay. Right, we, we can go seven. <laughs> okay. Keep on going. Then they took Joseph's robe and slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. And they sent the robe of many colors and brought it to their father and said, This we have found. Please identify whether it is your son's robe. Where's CSI not? when you need it? <laughs> And he identified it and said, it is my son's robe. A fierce animal has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt torn to pieces. You know what? That He's actually true. Well, he, that, he, he was not literally yeah, torn to pieces, but you know he was yeah. torn to pieces. pieces right. Th- this, well, anyway, finish reading. Then Jacob tore his garments and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted and said, No, I shall go down to Sheol with to my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites had sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, an office, officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. I know what, what Joseph meant when he's torn to pieces. It means he's been ripped apart. He's been, you know, lions or bears or whatever. But this kid who had it all yep. is now is chained. And oh. I don't know the distance from where they were to, to get to Egypt. But he's in tatters. He's Well, he has no idea what's coming. You know, he just knows he's been bought. He, fact, know he don't know what's it, coming. Yeah. He don't know what just happened. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. One minute. I mean, he literally, was, this he is was in the same lunch. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm bringing lunch. I'm the I'm the dude of my family. And the next, you are chained to a, a trailer, uh-huh. being drugged, basically. Right. I wasn't in the brochure for Uber Eats when he was no. delivering. I tell you. I mean, his whole world has just flipped. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I know it's not exactly what his dad meant, but his dad was dead. Oh, yeah. Yep. He has been torn to pieces. Yep. And what do you, what, he's thinking, what in the world is going on? But it's saying he's going, how can my brothers hate me so Mm -hmm. much? Mm -hmm. They were my brothers. It wasn't like, it wasn't like when he was in Shechem, it wasn't like the Shechemites. (laughs) Jumped on him yeah. when he was wandering. wandering yeah, around, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like those dudes. Yeah, right. it's. I mean, brothers like that. Who needs enemies? Well, and and so you gotta look at the situation. How it changes. So, you know, they didn't kill him. He was in the pit. If he's in the pit, there's a. They know where he's at. There's a chance of rescue. There's a chance of somebody coming and getting him. And now, you know, what are the chances now? He's he's gone. It's over. Yeah. You know, my brothers have no clue yeah, where I'm going. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, so we got that dad's crying. Now, let's... I want you to describe the story to me in a theological manner of what we've seen and where we're headed. What? I'm literally getting I'm eyes like, One of us is an author, one is not. <laughs> well, the only thing that comes to my mind, so I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but um, the fact that Joseph um, has been put in chains, has been sold into slavery. He is now a slave. He has been sold to um, an officer of Pharaoh. But eventually we're going to see the freedom mm-hmm. that comes from God. Um and where his chains will be released. But he has a long way to get there, but we're going to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. So he's basically a teenager. And think about that. Think, I mean, you're an emotional teenager. Right. You know, he's a teenager when all this is occurring, mm-hmm. and, and you're not a man yet. Your right. your hormones and your your emotions, and, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. And, and well, I mean, even life experience. Like, yeah. I mean, not that there's much that could prepare you for this, but, I mean, still, <laughs> you know. And one of the other things that kind of dumbfounded me, uh, you know, last week we ripped on the dad. I guess t- today's the brothers, but they they didn't even like. You could tell they were trying to to get the dad to to draw the right conclusion. They didn't say, "Oh, look, here's what." Happened. Could this be his coat? Possibly, <laughs> like that. Dad, it was a unique is this coat. Son's yeah, coat? like. <laughs> I wonder what could have happened to him. Like, come on. I mean, is this, we can't tell if this is his coat or not. You've only been looking at it for the last however many (laughs) years. I just, uh, well, let me give you a theological word here. The providence of God is at work, Mm -hmm. the sovereignty of God is at work. Here's what needed to happen. And we're going to see this over the coming weeks now because we're going to skip chapter 38. That's Judah and Tamar. I mean, if, if I'm telling you guys, if man wrote this, they would not have had Jesus come through the lineage of Judah. You read chapter 38 on yep. your own, okay? I mean, yep. we, I mean, yep. you, yep. Harlequin Romance got nothing on this stuff, yo. I mean, we're talking about. Woo. Anyway, good. anyway, we we have acknowledged that 
Joseph had to be a brat and and just a let's just be honest, a terrible brother yeah, in yeah. his own right. Mm-hmm. So God has to get that out of him. Right. God has to mold him in such a way he can lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in that, li- and, and you know, I, once again, I forget who it says, before um, God can use a man greatly, he's got to break him and hurt him deeply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he had to do with Joseph. Mm-hmm. God is, is in the midst of all of this. Every minute, every time, every second, he knew he saved his life. It wasn't really Reuben. Reuben was doing it for the wrong thing, but right. God was saving right. his life. God put him in the pit. God knew the Ishmaelites were coming. He's going to sell them there. He puts him there because in this whole process, he's growing, he's maturing. He's Romans eight twenty eight. this old boy, the entire time. Uh-huh. Right. 28, 29, 30, and, and all that. Right. Because it's just coming to me. He truly understood nothing can separate. And we're going to see that mm-hmm. probably the next time we deal with it. We're dealing with Potiphar. Uh, isn't it Potiphar? Yep, Potiphar. Mm-hmm. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Right. But also, and when you're talking about the providence of God and God's sovereignty, um, you know, it's not by accident that he was taken to Egypt. Oh, no, 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 you no. Know, that, I mean, God needed them. His, he, I say needed, that's not the right word, but God God told Abraham that they were going to be slaves in a foreign country. And so here is the beginning of them going to that foreign country, going to but Egypt. But God also knew there was a famine coming right. and God right. needed somebody to keep all these folk alive right. and get them there. Yeah, right. there. There is so much in this that we could literally sit here and talk about. Mm-hmm. Not God knows. All right, I, I know we're, we're about out of time. If you if you've never thought about this, I want you to understand this. God lives outside of time. Yeah. Yep. Time matters not to God. So God sees the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So God knew what was down the road. He knew the yep. prophecy he had made. Right. He knew the famine that was coming. Mm-hmm. He knew and so he needed a man. I, I understand he don't need anybody, right. but he but needed the man. man. That's yep. how he works. Yep. God works through men yep. and women. Right. He needed somebody. Mm-hmm. So although I've sat here, and this is where I'm going to end, although I've sat here and said Joseph was a horrific brother in his own right, he was just as bad as his other, the other bread, 11, yeah. mm-hmm. if you include Benjamin. Mm-hmm. But there was something there. Right. Aren't you glad you're not who you used to be? Yes. Mm. Amen. Amen to that. <clears throat> Joseph was this way. But the more God revealed himself to him through his life, mm-hmm. he became this guy. Yep. So now you don't think about Joseph. You, you think of the coat of the many colors, but you, when you think about Joseph, what do you think about? You think about who he was at the end at of the end. end. Yep. Genesis, right. That's what you think about. Mm-hmm. Yep. All because why? God knew what was in his heart. Yep. Uh, he knew what was in David's heart. Mm-hmm. He knew what was in Moses' heart. Right. He 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 knew what was in Saul's heart. Mm-hmm. There was one brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You talking about a bad ombre? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I use the word ombre in heart thing. <laughs> you talking about a bad ombre? He caused havoc. That's what they said about him. But God knows who you are. Yeah. Right. And what's in you. That's why I'm gonna say it again. I, I don't know whether you said it or I heard it somewhere. Uh, I think it was FCA. God didn't call the equips. He equips the mm. called. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
And by the way, here's another way to say it. Um, God doesn't need your ability. God just needs your availability. Yep, Yep, that's right. And so that's what he's looking for. Mm -hmm. And Joseph is that great picture. Hey, so let's pray, and um, then we'll close. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you. God, we're so thankful that as we all three have admitted, and, and Joseph, I believe, will admit when we see him face to face in heaven and get to sit down and talk to him. So glad I didn't stay that teenage boy that was not a really good guy, but I grew in the Lord. And God, help us to never quit growing and never quit um, maturing and never quit um, getting closer and walker, walking at a closer distance. I mean, uh, yeah, closer distance than we ever have. We want to be up close and be close and clean, Father. Help us to live out what Romans 28, 29, and 30 and following says, Father. Make us more like you. God, we just love you today. We thank you for all you do for us. And um, we ask you to be with us at all times. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thanks. I'm Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And I've got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. i got my main man, the bean of the board, old Dan Amos over there. Yep, yep. God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. 14 weeks to Christmas. Oh.